I Don't Know Radio is part of the Podcast NH Network. Check out PodcastNH.com for other shows that are honestly way better than this piece of shit. W-I-D-K. This is I Don't Know Radio. This show is not for kids, so don't go running off and tattle to the FCC. Remember, snitches get stitches. It's Fishstick, Lulu, the Professor, and Mulch on 1091 WIDK, the I Don't Know Morning Show. Good Monday morning. Morning. Good morning. Welcome to your low grade, unpaid, risque pit stain of a Monday morning talk show. And, and we're, we're not uh, going, going anywhere. anywhere. And you, yet again, <laughs> com- I'm sorry, I'm sorry, completely fucked up the tagline. We do it. It's been 26. I didn't fuck it up. Your low grade, unpaid, risque pit stain of a Monday morning radio, radio talk show. show. No, fuck. there's no fucking ta- radio show. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, this is a weird episode, and it's an especially weird episode because I am Fish Stick. I'm the professor. I'm Jared. And I'm Dr. Mavid. We got him. We got him. You may remember this. uh, A couple episodes ago, I received a call from Dr. Mavid, who was trapped in a Cajun house. Correction, I was trapped in a Cajun, Cajun house. A Cajun, Cajun house. In the uh, erroneous words of one of our former presidents, mission accomplished because we got him out. Yes, so we're going to be doing my segment first today, and we'll be talking to Dr. Mavid about all of his things. Who are you? I'm the professor. Well, you did a shitty job of rescuing me. We'll get into right. that. We'll, we'll get, get into, into those details. Um, <laughs> just a bit. You might have noticed that we're missing two of our cast members, Lulu and Mulch, and they're not in the same place or even gone for the same reason. Uh, Jared, would you care to elucidate? Yeah, absolutely. So Lulu's been out for a while now. It's kind of been not really understood why. She was gone for a little bit. Um, for vacation. For vacation. Right, right. But more recently, she's out this week. She called in sick. Real real bad lung issues going on right now. And uh, hopefully she'll be back soon, feeling feeling better than ever. We'll have to send her a card. Mobina, bless her. The thing about Lulu is she's got to be the healthiest person on this radio show. So the fact that she's sick, I'm a little bit worried. Yeah, I, I know uh, you guys have been pounding those uh, smoke colas quite a bit. I'm wondering if that has something to do with it. I don't think it does. These are perfectly safe. They sell them to kids. You wouldn't sell them to kids if they weren't safe. I love the radish flavor. But um, where's mulch? Mulch is fired. Well, mulch is fired. Fired? Yeah. You can't just fire mulch, dude. I did. He wasn't at the meetup. That was a mandatory meetup. All right, wait, wait, wait. What if we can just, like, lessen the sentence? Maybe give him, like, a, an unpaid suspension. You know what we do to people at Emsis? What? Kill them. Listen, I like where this guy's head's at. This guy... You, you you know exactly how to handle yourself. I've been running MSIS for three months now. And how many people have you killed? Good. Oh, I, <laughs> I don't like that we have both of you in the same room right now. Listen, okay, here's what I'll say about Maltz, okay? Everybody loves Maltz. Maltz the funniest one on the show. That's just a fact. Yeah, that's a fact. But he's also <laughs> the worst. So I, I'm bringing in a replacement. He's He's late. Not a good start. But if he doesn't work out, maybe we can come back to Mulch. But we're, we're okay. going to give somebody else a try because Mulch is the worst. So who's, he who is, is this replacement? Mulch is arguably the worst. I, I don't think we can argue with that. No, hands down. Yeah. The pizza he brings is shitty and flaccid and soggy. He always smells a little bit like when you stay at a hotel and they have the continental breakfast and you crack open the waffle iron. You're like, oh, fuck, yeah, they got a waffle iron. And then there's that smell that comes out of it. Yeah. And you're like, maybe I'm not having waffles. He smells like yeah. that. <laughs> it's really hard to like pin down, but he does. 
and that's his natural odor. That's not a, a BO issue. Yeah, no, I've like. I been, think he actually wears a cologne that smells like that, I've which been, is worse because it's his choice. Where can I pick up Continental Waffle Cologne? <laughs> <laughs> uh, from your local Super 8. Um, <laughs> give it to you in one of those little, little free packets. So, um, on Fish Sticks Top Pick Topics, we're going to be talking. This is so fucking weird. I don't even know. I don't know what we're going to get to, but if we get to my segment, we're going to be talking about something that was stolen from a better podcast. Yeah, on Professor's Life De-Stressor, we're going to be talking with Dr. Maven. A Lulu's Viewer Reviews, we're going to talk about in employment and mulch. <laughs> <laughs> Jared, are you trying to shoehorn a business meeting into this morning show? <laughs> Listen, Lulu's Viewer Reviews is a sanctuary and we're not going to we're not going to bastardize. It's going to be Jared's performance reviews. <laughs> like, and uh, I guess we'll deal with Mulch's news garden when the replacement finally gets here. Actually, I received a text from his replacement. What? Yes. Um, you know him? Dennis. Dennis. Yes. He, he is a follower of the MSIS Society, but he's going to be talking about a man who attempted to retrieve some things from a courthouse. That's very convenient. How the f- Wait, is, is he right? Is it Dennis? Is it Dennis? Can No, it's definitely Dennis. That's How do you think I met Dennis? Holy shit. We've got a tangled web to unravel, and we're going to do it in the middle of this commercial break. Uh, this is I Don't Know Radio. Stay right here. Hi, I'm that brand that everybody in the world already knows about. Yet here I am, continuing to implant myself in your mind. Spending big bucks to do it, too. And you'll buy me and not even realize it. I'm a part of you now. Are your decisions your own? Why do you want a Coke? Existential crisis. Now in diet. I Don't Know Radio is not responsible for any actions you take as a result of the life advice presented here. Call 304-566-WIDK with your problems and the professor will solve them. It's the professor's life de-stressor. Today's Professor Life De-Stressor is brought to you by Max's Taxes. Axe your stacks of taxes with Max's Axes. The only tax max certified to get you on tax tracks. Call Max. <laughs> Holy shit. That was a thing of beauty. Holy shit. Wow. <laughs> Fucking Dr. Seuss writing our sponsorships. I love it. I know nothing about them, but I want them to do my taxes. I know about as much about that as I do about taxes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, so this is weird. People are going to think that they're like two thirds of the way through the episode. Now. I know, I know. I'm sorry, everyone. We're going out of order, but uh, we really wanted to get a chance to talk with Doctor Mavid. And I don't, if you remember, a couple weeks ago, I received a call from Doctor Mavid, and uh, we rescued him, and it was successful. And so now we're here to talk with you. It's my understanding you are the leader of the Mobius Strip Earth Society. Well, actually, I'm I'm glad you asked me about that. I have a problem. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I guess I will be doing some life de-stressing today. Well, I would I would not want to interrupt your segment, but uh, the problem that I have primarily is that we're having a difficult time evangelizing MSIS oh. to the Globe Believers. The Globe Believers. Yes. Have you thought about a sponsorship on I Don't Know Radio? Uh, <laughs> we have. Multiple times. I have not received a call back. Oh, damn. <laughs> that was Moltz's job, right? Mulch. Damn it, Mulch. I'm just saying. I feel like without Mulch here, we're going to see how many things he fucked up that we don't know about. I'm starting to like Cliff. <laughs> starting to like Cliff, Mulch. Either way, my problem <laughs> yes. is that we're unable to evangelize to the non-believers. And of course, I believe, um, Professor, that you follow MSIS. I do. On Facebook. What? Yes. What? Well, once we got the voicemail, I had to do some deeper digging and... 
It's a pretty legit organization, man. You should check it out. We actually have real scientists working for us it, I, consistently is, all the time. Are you daily? Really? A, are you a flat earther? No, absolutely not. Are you unfamiliar with the difference between Mobius Strip and Flat Earth? Both of them are flat. This is disappointing, man. I thought you would have at least looked into this. I mean, I did briefly, but just I can't I can't reconcile a flat earth, whether it's bent and twisted or not. Well, I can't give you the elevator pitch because, of course, as you know, the entire world is actually 2D. Right. So there's no up, down, side to side. So an elevator pitch naturally wouldn't work. Right. Because because elevation is imaginary. But I'll give you the masturbatory pitch. Okay. Because (laughs) masturbating only takes 30 seconds. But it also involves an up and down motion. If you perceive it incorrectly, yes, that's true. <laughs> okay. But if you're unfamiliar with the Mobius Strip, what the Mobius Strip is, is you're right. It is semi-flat. However, it was invented by Augustus Mobius in 1860. That's when our world, as we know, it was created. Mobina came down at the Hagendas time. You uh, cretins know it as a Christmas. It came down at Hagendas. Augustus was making one of those Christmas garlands with his wife. The paper ones. The paper wives. Any act, no, the paper garlands. <laughs> are, you not, are you not taking I, me seriously? No, I'm, I'm, I'm 100% I'm looking you. at you in the face, fish stick. Pull it together, fish stick. I'm, I'm listening. I'm here. Don't who, worry. Who are you to ridicule the truth? Uh, just another... <laughs> Answer him. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I am fish stick, non-believer in flat, twisty earth. Stuff. But You're about to be a Thank you for joining I Dunno Radio today. Am I interviewing <laughs> you now? <laughs> I don't like this at all. I'm very uncomfortable. As okay. he was creating the Christmas garland with his non-paper wife, he accidentally taped it incorrectly, but it wasn't incorrectly. He taped it, slightly turning over the paper, and putting it together, and that is when he found the truth of the world, that it is truly a Mobius strip. So, okay, so... At Hagendas time, which is Christmas time, it's Hagendas. At Hagendas time, like the ice cream, this guy twisted a paper wrong and created the Earth. Yes. So how was he on the Earth to begin with, to twist the paper? He wasn't. So where was Augustus Mobinus? Right, Augustus. Mo- Augustus Mobius. August. Wait. The angel that came to him is Mobinus. Mobinus. Uh, did we get there? Because I only heard about a fucking Christmas ornament. We weren't listening. You're shitting all over his beliefs, man. I'm not shitting on your beliefs. You have the right to believe whatever you want, regardless of how just completely asinine it is. No offense. It's funny that you bring up asinine, the devil of the Mobius Strip. In the mythology? No, there's no mythology. Again, this is truth. Okay. Yes. So in the, in the documented history? Asinine, also known as Chaz Diaz in his earth form came and he attempted to split the Mobius Strip, which I believe the professor is aware the Mobius Strip Center is Baghdad. Is it? Yes. So was my George Bush reference earlier like kind of spot on then? It was prophetic. When you say center, how can there be a center and something that goes on for infinity? Well, much like how the Christmas garland still has a seam, even though it goes on for infinity, there must be a seam to the Mobius Strip. Oh, the Baghdad seam. And the Baghdad seam. The Baghdad seam. You've, you're familiar. I'm learning so much right now about... Indeed. Starting to feel enlightened. The, tr- the truth of the world. Indeed. Wow. So at the Baghdad seam, which I'm, I'm sure you're familiar that, uh, that uh, George W. Bush, the invasion of Iraq, had absolutely nothing to do with anything but protecting the seam. From Chaz Diaz. Well, Chaz Diaz and, uh, by proxy, Saddam Hassan. Wait, so what would happen if the seam became unseamed? That's an asinine question. 
Oh, God. <laughs> I feel a lot of asinine within me. How do I overcome that? To overcome the asinine, you must believe in Mobinus. So is this a religion or is this like a scientific belief? Because like flat earth yes. isn't a religion. Well, I think it's both. What I want to be very clear about here is that MSES in its inception was designed to be a cult. Okay. Yes. <laughs> That's very, <laughs> oh, very transparent of you. However, through much research, similar to L. Ron Hubbard and Scientology, uh, we discovered that although we had designed a cult, we found the truth. Now, have you ever personally been visited by Mobinus? Of course. What is? What do they look like? Don't look at me like that. <laughs> These two can ask all the stupid questions they want. I say one fucking thing. I get the ninth degree. I, I really wish that this was a video podcast because that face was glorious. I know it makes for bad radio, but what do you expect of me with a question like that? <laughs> Fuck this. I hate this. I hate you. I hate your thing. All right, all right, all right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dissolve some of the tension here. We went out of our way <laughs> to rescue your stupid ass, and you come on my radio show and just, just blast me with your piss. I've come on nothing yet. Now, what sort of a sign-on bonus can I expect? <laughs> I don't know. Joining- radio is going to be funded by MSIS. Currently, MSIS is only accepting one new position, the uh, chief koi pond operator. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have experience. You do? Oh, absolutely. How many koi pond have you, have, have, have have you operated? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to assume the answer is zero. You ever been to the... Ch- <laughs> Listen, just because you worked at P.F. Chang's as a waiter does not mean you know how to operate a koi pond. Listen, have you seen the size of their koi pond? Mobinus, damn it, all of you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Dr. Maven. I'm sorry. I'm coming across hostile. You're just all so stupid. So what are the core tenets of belief in the Mobius Strip Earth? Well, first you must Hakuna Potato. Hakuna Potato? Hakuna Potato. Is that an act? No. (laughs) Oh. It's the holy words. Oh. To truly understand MSIS and the Mobius Strip Earth Society, you must walk outside on the only starry night of the year, April 15th, also known as Tax Day, and three days after the sinking of the Titanic. I'm sure you're familiar. Yes. And you would need to look up and whisper to the sexiest star, Hakuna Potato. And then the truth of the Mobius Strip will be revealed to you. How do you know which star is the sexiest? You must identify the sexiest. I'm not much of an astrosexual. You'll feel it in your Let mo- me ask you Mobinus. a question. <laughs> yes, that's actually true. You'll feel Mobinus deep inside of you as you look at the star. Okay. <laughs> and is that like the first thing you do and then all of this starts making sense? Wait, you don't think this makes sense? I am in a room full of crazy- I'm just saying, it sounds legit. Professor. Yes. Would you like to join? I would like to officially join. I'm shaking his hand in a gesture of goodwill. I just shook hands. We're, we're, on, we're on this. Shaking head. A lot of touching. Fuck it. I want to join too. No. Let me- <laughs> what do you mean no? No, I'm joining. I'm, I'm in it. Uh, look at me. I'm shaking myself in a joyous way or whatever you say. You can clearly sense the false. You're trying to infiltrate the organization and Fist bring it, it to shambles from within. You've Please made it very clear. Yeah, stop shaking yourself too. Let me ask you, Fishstick. When you look at me. Do you see a potential sexual partner? If this was like... if we're Remember, looking, this is a cult first, and then science. Science second, cult first. I'd say maybe 16 to 18%, yes. Well, we'll need to get that up to 19% for you to join. Is that the minimum? 20 is 
Oh, but you'd make an exception. It's been a light month. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of <laughs> rein this interview back in. Now that we have successfully rescued you, uh, what are your plans going forward? What is the next step in your organization? Well, I'm glad you asked, Professor. The next step in our organization is obviously world domination. I'm sorry, strip domination. Strip domination. Yeah, we can call totally it the world different. still. Yeah, you don't call it the world anymore? Uh, I mean, we can. And, and you're right. In, in a loose sense, it is still the world. But we believe that um, the world has been co-opted by Globies and Flatties. We're uninterested in playing into their mind share. So trying to separate that word and give it a new meaning. Right. Synergistically, of course. Brilliant. So at what point in the application process do you give up all of your worldly possessions to, to this group? Oh, at no point. So you can all keep right, all out. your worldly possessions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're out, Jared. That's it. <laughs> well, I mean, I thought that was one of the main things. And obviously, as the Koi Pond director, like that, that's where that stuff goes, right? Well, you don't have to give it to us, of course. If, if you're feeling, you know, led to donate, there are plenty of organizations um, like the Satanic Temple of America mm-hmm. uh, that could certainly use that. And um, coincidentally, we're going to be uh, invading Baghdad. To, to what end? The full end. So you're going to bring about the end of the strip? No, no, no. no. We, uh, we view ourselves as the protectors of the strip. So you're invading Baghdad to protect the tape. Well, are you familiar? You're familiar, of course, with uh, with Bartholomew Scott, the inventor of Scotch tape. Yeah, he actually still resides in Baghdad. He is one of only uh, two eternal beings on the planet. Him and Angela Merkel, right? Well, me. Oh, yeah. Who's I, I'm also Angela Merkel. Mind blown. Baghdad, S- Illinois, right? No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> No, cer- certainly Baghdad, Iraq. Oh, okay. Yeah. Geometry's yes. not my best. No, clearly. <laughs> did, you, did you just say geometry? Yeah, you know, the study of the... The shapes of the, on the planet. Yeah, yeah the shapes right. of the planet. But on the strip, rather. I, um, I realize I started this uh, interview a little hostile. I do want to thank you for um, taking the trip down to Baton Rouge to, uh, to rescue me. Fishing. Yeah, absolutely. It, we're, we're so glad that we were able to get you out of there and have you on the show. I thought it was a little weird that... We kind of just walked in and you were there. It didn't seem like you needed much rescuing, so to be honest. If you go to the Mobius Strip Earth Society's Facebook page, you'll see that um, I've been traveling around the world for quite a while, uh, at least two weeks on foot. Truthfully, the oceans have proved to be uh, insurmountable. So I stopped in Baton Rouge where I met a man named, uh, and, and I quote, Hi, I'm Bubba. <laughs> he uh, offered to make me some fantastic gumbo, which he did. Yeah. And then he put me in a full latex suit and locked me in a cage. When we when we got there, you were sitting on the couch watching reruns of the X Files and smoking a bong. Uh, yes, that is because I killed Bubba. Oh, so we didn't even. So did we really technically rescue you, or did we just kind of pick you up? I mean, you got high with me. <laughs> we yes, that did happen. Yes, and we listened to Rescue Me, but I just didn't feel like we really did a lot of work, except for the driving. You did teach me safety dance. So that was yeah, nice. no, you were a much cooler dude there than you are here. No offense. Uh, it's uh, you, uh, again, forgive me. Uh, I need to act stern for my followers. Well, Dr. Mavid, this has been a very this interesting time. Um, okay. You're just going to leave then. You're just going to walk out of the room. All right. Bye. What the fuck? Uh, so I, I bu- will just plug him, his information. You can find the Mobius strip earth society on Facebook. I was going to have him do that, but I, <laughs> I guess social cues just aren't really big on his list of, of things to do. <laughs> he just kind of stood up and he took the headphones. Well, uh, hopefully we'll, we'll have to, hopefully Derek brings his own. 
Yeah. And if you want to donate to the Moby Strip Society, you can go to paypal.com slash Jared. Yeah. Um, that's their official <laughs> PayPal site. Hey. Oh. Hey, guys. Hey. I am so sorry I'm running so late. Oh, this. Hey, okay, Jared. So this how are you, man? Not too bad. What's going on, Dennis? What's going on, dude? Yeah, welcome it's, to the uh, It's Dennis. 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 No, it's cool, I'm man. so sorry. You're the professor, right? That's absolutely right. Dude, it's so good to meet you. Nice to meet yeah, you. Yeah, man. And Dennis. that must be Fishstick. Yeah. Hi, Dennis. Yeah, man. Dennis. Um, Mulch has told me. All about you. I'm like so excited to meet you guys and hang out and, and do a segment. Uh, truthfully, I guess I don't know what I'm doing. It's my first time on radio. <laughs> Long time listener, though. You know what I mean? <laughs> so you know Mulch? Uh, yeah, he's my brother. Did Jared not tell you this? What? No. Uh, we have not received this information yet. Why? I, I found it completely inconsequential. I'm so glad you could be here for free. Did I, did I miss... Oh, you guys started. Yeah, no, you're a yes. bit late. You're, oh. You're at least 20 minutes late, man. The show starts at five. I know it's early for a kid like you, but we just finished with Dr. Mavid. Guys, I'm He's really left. sorry. My uh, uh, my mom just dropped me off. Like, it's been a, it's been a long morning. I, I'm sorry, guys. Your mom dropped you off? Well, yeah. I'm 12. You're 12? You're 12 years old? Yeah. Good God. You look older. Yeah, 12. Kids but. these days getting into shit way before they're supposed to, like facial hair and puberty. Holy shit. Well, right. we, we jumbled the, uh, the segments around, so you're here just in time for Fish Sticks Top Pick Topics. Awesome. Hey, how's it going? If you want your child gone, bring them down to Miss Laney's Magical Show Emporium in Orphanage. It's an orphanage and a show emporium. Drop off your little ones now for this sweet promotion and you can get a free pair of shoes. And any child you drop off will get real life experience. Not making shoes, though, because they don't do that. At Miss Laney's Magical Show Emporium in Orphanage. Here comes way too much information. Send your topics to I don't know radio at gmail.com and they'll end up here on Fish Sticks Topic Topics. Bow! Fish Sticks Topic Topics brought to you this Monday morning by Pitchfork. Having trouble keeping a tune? We can help. Pitchfork. Go fork yourself. I am just. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. That's a cl- that's classic. That's awesome. I like, I like that. that. I would um, buy that. Uh, Derek, David, Dennis, man, Dennis. Dennis. come on, dude. I'm sorry, you you look so much like Mulch. It's really throwing me off, dude. You don't have to apologize. It's all good. You know when you have like a friend, you're and a you're a very positive guy. I like Dennis. Thanks, yeah. guys. When you look at someone's yearbook when they're like 30, and you see the picture of them when they were in high school, you look like that of Mulch, and it's the weirdest thing. Like you guys have the same stupid looking face. It's oh. odd. No offense. No, no, no. It's cool, man. It's. It's a little depressing that I'm going to look like that in 15 years. Like, that sucks. Well, the fact that you look like it now, you might grow out of it and change. Yeah, you have opportunities to, like, take preventative measures. I like Mulch 2, the sequel to Mulch. Mulch 2. I can do it bigger, badder, and better. Yeah. Yeah. Mulch reloaded. I love it. Dude. (laughs) I'm getting stoked for the news garden. Yeah, this will be interesting. Um, I'm so fucked up by Dr. Mavid. That was the weirdest shit. Yeah, what do we got for your segment? I feel super uncomfortable. Uh, yeah, so um, I have a topic that's actually it's sent in by a listener who stole it from my brother, my brother, and me, the podcast. Oh, okay. Uh, it's a really good one, and honestly, they beat the hell out of it and did really good justice to it, so you should go listen to that episode. But we're going to do it here. The question is, would you rather have a cat with a human face or a dog with human hands? <laughs> oh, whoa. Which, which would be better? For you, because uh, <laughs> okay, being a dog owner, I don't think I would want my dog to be able to touch me with human hands. 
Because they're always like slapping you with the paw, like pet me, pet me, pet me. And a dog, I feel like, would just grab your appendages and be like, do this. <laughs> do this now. Yeah, but but could you imagine staring at a cat with a human face? Like like the evil of a cat <laughs> in the embodiment of a human. Like I'm struggling with that and I'm only twelve, man. Like that's hard. I'm picturing like a Voldemort face on a cat. <laughs> and the thing is, cats like cats come in when you're in the bathroom or like you get out of the shower. Can you imagine stepping out of the shower and just seeing like a tiny little Burt Reynolds like <laughs> staring up at you from the ground? I mean, even worse, like you finish taking a crap and Burt Reynolds goes, meow. Man, that smells awful. Meow. Wait, like, wait, would it be able oof. to talk? Yeah, could the cat talk? Well, it's got a human face. How, how far does the face go? Does it go down to the vocal cords? All well, the way the, down the esophagus. All the way down. I got <laughs> to tell you, like, like trying to figure out how far the face goes is really freaking me out my brain. Because, like, if it only goes down past the eyes. Oh, you're talking a different dimension. Yeah. <laughs> it goes at least we, to the skull, right? We're talking like a David Bowie labyrinth style, like 2.0 there. Oh, with the balls? But no, the, no, no. We're talking oh, about cat face. I believe it's a different part of human face, part. not human genitalia. Would you rather have a cat with a human face or a human testicles? <laughs> <laughs> That's an arguably worse Remember, question. Remember, kids, uh, have your pets spayed and neutered. Fuck it, have them castrated. <laughs> you don't want that leaving a slime trail across your floor as they walk. Castrated? <laughs> yeah, get them castrated. God. Oh, the first oh, one of the boy. episode. Jared, you've been angling for that bell, haven't you? I've been staring. <laughs> um, the, uh, the cat with the human face. They talked about it on Mabim Bam. Can it talk? Like, can it talk? Yeah, yeah, it has to. It's got a human face. So it can talk. I think that's fair. A statue with a human face can't talk. Yeah, but it's just, but it has a human face. But a cat is animated. So, like, what is it going to do? Like, it's going to be me looking at you going, meow. Yeah. Meow. That's you know exactly what? what it's going to be. That might be worse. <laughs> How far do the hands <laughs> go on the dog? How far do the hands go? No, like to the wrist or? Yeah, where do hands stop? Probably right at the Probably base at of the, the wrist. Well, no, no, we're saying we're saying hand, right? We're yeah, not, we're, yeah. Not ta- we're not talking arms. I think forearm is not included. So it would be the paws <laughs> replaced with a fully fledged human appendage. I got to tell you, if I'm the only guy in the world with a dog with human hands, I'm probably making a lot of money on Airbud Three. I like where your head's at. <laughs> <laughs> Airbud Three, Air you dunk boys. <laughs> Look at that dog. He's got that mad handles. Dunk dog. <laughs> that dog just flipped me off. <laughs> what the hell? You know what? And, and I realize I'm calling this early, but just based on the strength of that, I'm 100% a dog with human hands, man. So you're on team hand dog? I got to be hand dogging. But think about all the things they could do with their hands. Yeah. Dogs have a propensity for licking themselves. Imagine if you came home from work and your dog was cranking it in the living room floor <laughs> and just like looks at you with his dog face shaking a little bit as he cranks it out onto your carpet. Counterpoint, better than dog humping my leg. I don't know if it is because he could get a... <laughs> Think of the grip he could get on you. Is it- <laughs> your dog grabs you by the hips and starts humping your leg. Well, question. So, so in that scenario, is the dog doing the poop stare? You know, like how dogs when they when they yeah. poop, they're making <laughs> eye contact the whole time. If the dog is jacking, is he making eye contact? I actually, you I did. Think, I yes, think so. Would because Ooh. we said a dog with human hands, not a dog with human shame. So, <laughs> <laughs> so probably. Uh, well, actually, fun fact about that dog poop stare. They actually do that because in the pack mentality, when a dog is pooping, they look to their superior to make sure that they're on lookout to protect them while they're uh, in a vulnerable state. Yeah, but that doesn't make it better when he's going, ah, Scarlet Dog Hanson, yeah. ah, Scarlet Dog Hanson. <laughs> oh. Was that a pun? 
No. Scarlet Dog Hansen? No. Oh, Scarlet Dog. That's okay. a late dad joke bell for a 12-year-old. <laughs> yeah. Good Lord. Scarlet Dog Hansen. Wow. That's quality. This uh, this whole masturbation thing is throwing me off. I'm sticking yeah. with the cat with <laughs> with a human face. Here's the thing, too. Cats groom themselves pretty pretty liberally all the time. Would the cat <laughs> thus have a human tongue? Oh yeah, it would have to. It's a human face, right? Like, like big meaty tongue. It's this. It's just a regular sized human tongue, but it's still that horrible sandpaper. The tongue is part of the face. Yeah, but in in either way, if it's got that horrible sandpaper, then you got a human face just licking you at various <laughs> points of the day. Like you're just looking down, getting sandpapered by full size tongue action. Like no, thank you. <laughs> Here's another thing. You, when you have a cat and they get fed at a certain time, if you try and sleep in, they will stand on your chest and stare you in the face and meow. Can you imagine waking up like a little Rush Limbaugh, just like leaning over, like leaning over your face with his fucking bald head, like looking at you? Mel. So I can, actually, and it's called having a kid. <laughs> You're 12. Wait, you're 12 and you have a kid? I was... You really are Mulch's brother. <laughs> So I, ah, uh, God, I just, I don't, I don't want to be touched. I don't like being touched by humans. Mm. And if my dog had human hands and like touched me all the time, I would, I'd hate it. I feel like a dog would pet you because they love being petted. Oh, I so, hate it. <laughs> right. So, when a, when a, when a dog comes up to you and wants to, and wants pets, like right there. What if, if reciprocated pets wouldn't suck until they would. Yeah. I think that they would start sucking pretty quickly though, because my dog always wants the pets. So as soon as I walk in the door, I sit down and he's nudging my arm and flipping my hand around until I pet him for like an hour. And it's unrelenting. Your dog also jumps up to chest level. Yeah, he's a big boy. That'd be like a dog. That'd be like a person just grabbing your nipples the second you come home and being like, <laughs> how was your day? <laughs> it's a dog that can pet itself. Oh, God. <laughs> That's oh, a God. good point. I think we covered that. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it, face cat. Yeah, I'm on team face cat. I can't do hand dog. I can do I'm, hand dog. I'm hand dog. Yeah, I can employ hand dog. Yeah, I'm definitely hand dog. <laughs> <laughs> you could employ hand dog. 50-50 split. Is this the first 50-50 split? Usually we come to at least three out of four. Yeah. This is a weird fucking Monday. I think that's Fish Sticks Topic Topics. We're going to be dropping into Lulu's viewer reviews right after a quick promotion. Don't go anywhere. If you like this podcast, check out some of the other shows in the Podcast NH Network. Hey, it's Chris from the Vinyl Loft, the Upper Valley's all-vinyl podcast spinning over seven decades of great music on a format that has refused to die. We spin nothing but vinyl, classic rock, alternative, heavy metal, and much, much more. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram, and we are proud to be on PodcastNH.com. For more great podcasts produced in the Granite State, visit PodcastNH.com. They'll do just about anything. Send it to I don't know radio at gmail.com. From your haircut to an egg salad sandwich you made, Lulu will rate it. It's Lulu's viewer reviews. Welcome back. So glad to have you. Lulu's viewer reviews. I'm Lulu. This segment <laughs> is brought to you by Mental Masturbation. Crank it without yanking it. Thunk till you spunk with mental masturbation. <laughs> Woof. That sounds like... Was that a, was that a hand dog? <laughs> oh, best, oh, my God. And the trophy for best use of woof goes to Jared. 
I didn't say woof. That was Dennis. That wasn't you? No, that was the 12-year-old. I get my humor from my brother. I don't know what you're That was you? <laughs> oh, my God. That's amazing. Today on Lulu's Viewer Reviews, I'm going to be reviewing Firing People, one of my all-time favorite <laughs> pastimes. <laughs> Brilliant. So I um, it, to, get in, to get into the right mindset for this, I counted uh, my money, and I <laughs> thought about who at the station is expendable. And obviously, Mulch came to my mind first. And so I fired him and I got to tell you, it's, it was great. Like it, the, the relief I felt realizing I didn't have to deal with Mulch's bullshit anymore was, it was outstanding. You know, Jared, like I try to be really positive, but I'm feeling family attack here, man. Yeah. Like, like, but you're here, right? I, and I'm <laughs> and so stay here, right? And like, like I'm conflicted, right? Because I wouldn't be here without you firing my brother, but you fired my brother, man. Oh, it's such a hard situation. It's just you, important to be there for months. I'm really glad you're here and not fired yet. What's really weird is him looking through the studio window and like giving me that like little throaty cut sign. It's not cool. Why did he come with you and your mom here? Um, DUI. I'm not even surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. I mean, I was gonna like invite him to come in and sit down, but I thought that might make you mad, Jared. So I didn't. So that's he's, fair. It would have. I'm really glad I had the opportunity to fire somebody. That was it was my first time doing that, and it w- it went really really well. He totally understood. There was a little bit of crying. So why don't you why don't you paint a picture for us? Why don't you set the scene? Like what was what was the day? What was it like? It was five hours ago. I called Mulch. You called him at fucking midnight to fire him, <laughs> dude. You're as cold as, cold. as ice. Yeah. <laughs> I, I called him up and I said, remember that meeting that you were supposed to go to the podcast New Hampshire meetup that, that was put on by that, that guy we don't like. And Who sounds a lot like you. Listen, I get that all the time. And let me tell you one thing for sure. That Mueller, don't like him. He'll never, Not ever, if I could fire him, I would. Fair enough. <laughs> so I like, Mulch, remember how you remind me of Mueller? And he's like, yeah. And I said, you're fired. Just like that. Yeah. And I mean, there was a little bit of, there was some sniffling. Uh, he probably has a cold or something. And <laughs> I listen, if you can, if you can come up with the money, I can hire you back. We'll have to see if uh, Mulch is raking in some tips delivering pizza, I guess. I mean, I might be able to bring well, him back on, on like a, a, a pro bono basis, but we'll see right now. I mean, Dennis is doing a great job. I, I'm really happy to have Mulch too here. Yeah, man. And I really appreciate that. Um, what really sucks for Mulch though, is that because of the DUI, he can't liver pizza anymore right he's gonna be doing that on a bike or something yeah and we're going into the winter season which as everyone knows is colder than summer a bike is technically a vehicle by the that's what the dmv says so really can't use a bike either damn oh yeah he's gonna have to be walking those you're gonna have to walk those pizzas i bet my no i can't hear you either (laughs) no fuck you hey hey fish stick man no it's cool mom will will drive him around to deliver pizza i'm sure he'll be fine it's only three months. So yeah. we need the official rating. I've never fired someone. I've never fired someone either. So I have. You have? Yeah. At the ripe old age of 12. Who? Yeah. Who? Uh, I lied. <laughs> That's what oh. I thought. Okay. <laughs> you really are your brother's brother. What would you rate firing people? I would rate firing people a crisp $100 bill. Uh- <laughs> In true Lulu fashion, an excellent delivery on a rating. Firing people is like a crisp $100 bill. Mm-hmm. I've never had one. Uh, <laughs> Wait, how do, you, how do you do Coke? I usually just use a, like a rolled up 
You know when those Jehovah's Witnesses come to your house? What are those fucking things they hand out? The little like pamphlet. You're going to hell pamphlets. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I usually use one of those for the irony. Question: uh, Being twelve, what's Coke? It's uh, an offshoot brand that was created by the Coca-Cola company, and they use the coca leaf, and uh, you snort it, and it gets you really fucked up. Oh, I've done that. <laughs> I'm just gonna believe it. I'm choosing to believe that that is not true, and we are going to move forward. <laughs> yeah, we got news coming up. Dennis, we're going to have to have a chat. <laughs> Step back. Take a moment. Turn your attention inwards and focus on your breathing. But don't focus too much on your breathing, or else you might come to the realization that you can control your breathing, and if you think about controlling your breathing, you will have to, and you will die. Breathing manually is the second leading cause of death in the United States. Do not breathe manually. Good. Now, think about your body. How do you feel? Do you have any strange aches or pains? Are your muscles contracting in ways that you don't intend them to? If you answered no to those questions, then you might be in a much scarier place than you'd think. Not having anything wrong is the fifth leading cause of death in the United States. But that said, even the smallest ache or pain could be the sign of a rare, deadly, and incurable disease. They have to happen to somebody, and it's probably you. Go to WebOD.com and enter your symptoms to find out which disease you have right now. WebOD.com is a website created by doctors for people like you to find out how you're going to die and why it's going to be so unfair. WebOD.com. He digs through the stories and wipes off the dirt. The landscape of journalism could use a little mulch. It's Mulch's News Garden. Hey guys, welcome to Dennis Leary's Leary News segment. Dennis Leary? Well, yeah, Dennis's Leary News segment. Ah, okay. If I'm being brought in fresh, it's not Mulch's News Garden anymore, guys. Wait, is Mulch's last name Leary? I don't know. No, he said it's Dennis's Leary. Yeah, Mulch has a different dad. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, just say mom. Anyway, Dennis Leary's Leary News is brought to you by Speckled Peckers. Bird beaks of all shapes and sizes and patterns. Speckled Peckers is offering two peckers for the price of one if you use promo code SPECKLEMEPECKER. That's all caps with an exclamation point at the end. Speckle me pecker, two peckers for the price of one. That's, That's a good deal. Way better than I thought it was going to be. It's four peckers for the price of two. Yeah. Yeah. Can't complain. So what I wanted to talk to you guys about and what I thought was really interesting, you know, given that we just talked about Coke and I'm learning a whole bunch of new things with you guys. It's really great. I think this might be illegal, but continue. <laughs> it's not illegal to talk, I think. But what, what we're going to be talking about here is, uh, is this great headline um, that I saw. And actually, it may or may not be mulch um, in the DUI, but... Uh, Mississippi man crashes truck into courthouse for a very bizarre reason. When he was taken into custody, he told officers that he intentionally crashed into the courthouse to let officials know his drug paraphernalia had been stolen. What? What? That's correct. It's like a two paragraph thing. So I'm just going to hit this real quick. But a man has been arrested after he drove his pickup truck into a courthouse in Mississippi. News outlets report that the Gulfport Police Department said in a news release that 28 year old (coughs) Mulch uh, told officers he intentionally (laughs) crashed into the Harrison County Courthouse early Saturday because it was the best way to let them know his drug paraphernalia had been stolen. It almost sounds like he was using it when he (laughs) 
made that decision. Well, my favorite part of this, the whole story is that no one was hurt. And I think that's really important. That is really to highlight. That's good. It is important. When, to be fair, if you're going to call the police, the response time, you're talking, you're going to wait 10, 15, 20 minutes before they show up. And in that time, they could have thought that you had hidden your drug paraphernalia. But if you drive into the courthouse, you are you are driving into the long arms of the law right there to let them know. So I can see that reasoning. Precisely. It's the same reason you yell bomb on an airplane when you have to piss and somebody's in the bathroom. <laughs> you do have a right to a speedy trial. And I think that's what he was trying to get at here. Yeah, you do. That's yeah, metaphorically and, you know, physically. Speedy trial. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. got to expedite this uh, drug paraphernalia search. So question for you guys. Yeah. Uh, what is drug paraphernalia? Well, have you ever had a smoke of cola? No. Oh, Dennis. Oh, dude. Oh, give him a radish. bad boys open. Yo, all right. Yo, you got to pound this. All right. Pop it. All right. And now you want to breathe in while you swallow. There, there you go. There you go. Oh, now he's got yep. the goods. How you doing, Dennis? I feel great. <laughs> yeah. It's refreshing. You look great. Yeah. You look 12 years younger. Okay. Yeah. No, that was fantastic. Listen, Thank you guys for introducing me to this. No. What I think these guys are trying to say is that everybody does do drugs. Well, not everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we didn't really argue. <laughs> you ever eat a good cookie or no. a brownie? Did you say you've never had a cookie? No. Okay. You, you've had a child. You've done so many things for someone your age. <laughs> and you've never had a cookie. I, I would love a cookie. Do you have cookies? I don't have any cookies on me, but you know when you eat that brownie, that's just got sugar and sugar's a drug. Oh yeah. You know, that's that's a fair take on that. And you ever you've you've had coffee. Yeah. That's, that's a drug. A drug. It's right caffeine. caffeine. That's a drug. Oh my oh, god. Everybody does. There drugs. are drugs and everything. Are, drugs even, are a normal part of life. And I think that, you know, the, the quicker that we all realize that and, and accept them. I didn't realize how many drugs we were doing all the time. Have you ever breathed air? There's oxygen in air. There's mm-hmm. oxygen in Oxycontin. That's what Oxycontin is. Yeah. Oxycontin's a drug? Yeah. Oh. There's two I guess I have done drugs. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. Well, you know, guys, like, thank you for teaching me so much, but I'm sure that our listening audience doesn't want to listen to a 12-year-old learn about drugs. Without me actually experiencing them. No, no, no. <laughs> We're not going to have you do drugs. No, damn it, no. Come okay, on. I'll talk to Mulch later. Don't worry about it. But so, so just, to, just to bring it all back, what I, what I thought was interesting in, in Dennis's Leary News segment, what's the dumbest thing you've ever done as it pertains to the law? Oh, oh! Is this turning into fish sticks topic? Well, topic. no, it's not. It's not a topic. Topic. This is directly corollary to what we were just talking about. Don't ask me how I know that word. <laughs> I'm not even going to bring it up. So this Mississippi, Michigan? Mississippi. Mississippi man, the Mr. dumbest Sippy. thing. He's, yeah, Mr. Sippy man. Dumbest thing he's ever done, driven his car into a police station you to report stolen paraphernalia. You don't know that's the dumbest thing <laughs> yeah. ever done. Okay, that's fair. So what is this, the dumbest thing we've ever done regarding the law? Yeah. Uh, one time I accidentally killed two tower workers by turning on a transmitter at Four in the morning. Is, is that, that the Halloween decorations? That's that's a little joke that we have on the station that never Fish really stick. happened. <laughs> I got a relatively good one. This is true. The dumbest thing I've ever done involving the law. I was eating a McChicken from McDonald's and I got pulled over because I swerved over the yellow line and the cop was really not friendly. <laughs> like... This is this was the worst time I ever had with a cop. So he pulls me over. I was driving past a grocery store, 
and it was empty. It was late at night. And so I pulled off into the grocery store and parked and the cop pulled up behind me, got out and he came up to my window and, you know, I rolled down my window. He was like, do you understand why I pulled you over? And I was like, no. (laughs) And he was like, you were kind of swerving, you know, in and out of the uh, yellow line there. And now I was kind of younger. So I was like, I was like, okay, I'm just going to be reasonable. I'm going to talk it out with him. And I was like, oh, okay. Do you need me to get out of the vehicle? Oh, <laughs> and he, no. And he was like, no. And, and he, I swear to God, his eyes got, he closed his eyes a little bit. He leaned forward and he was like, is there a reason that I should be asking you to get out of the vehicle? And I was like, fuck. Uh, no, no, no. Um, just I understand what implications you may have received from me swerving in and out of the lines. So I understand that. And if it's necessary, I, I have no problem getting out of the vehicle. But I was just opening up this sandwich to eat it. And that's and he was like, why don't you save the eating for when you get home? And I was like, okay. And he let me go. Have you ever thanked God that you're a white person? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking right, though. Holy shit. You know he smelled the McChicken. That's why he pulled you over. <laughs> so <laughs> I was arrested on bestiality charges once. That's the show. Congratulations. That's some time of your life that you're never going to get back. And you spent it listening to this garbage. If for some reason you actually enjoy this dumpster fire, subscribe on iTunes and share it with all your friends. IDKradio.com.